that's some Urban Meyer shit, the back hug. Oh, man. It doesn't <laughs> ever look good. It just never looks good. Never looks Urban good. Urban loves back hugs. Yeah, he does. Oh, I'll take yeah. shots at that asshole any chance I get. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, episode 17 <clears throat> of the Fair Enough Podcast. It's draft week. It's the Super Bowl. We're getting Barry back. We're getting somebody. <laughs> We're going to get somebody good, I think. Hopefully. Um. Yeah, episode 17 of the Fair Enough Podcast. Bob sitting here in Detroit. Michael sitting over there in Losertown of Chicago. <laughs> Fuck uh, you. Jack in Mount Pleasant. Fire up. <clears throat> uh, yeah. And we have the draft to get into. Obviously, we'll do a little breakdown of that. Um, we have some... Mike is pissed. Mike's pissed about some things. Yeah, I'm a little but I'm and a little butt hurt. So. Yeah. And yeah. we have a little we'll talk a little Twitter and the Elon Musk stuff and how it might change social media. Um, but first, episode 17 of the Fair Enough podcast as always is brought to you by Rogue Creative. Shout out to John uh, and the Rogue Creative team. They still got that deal going on. So, if you are Looking in the month of, you know, the end of April, more into May here to kind of make a big play for your business and make some changes, give John a call. Um, him and the Rogue Creative team are the best at what they do when it comes to graphic design for your small business. They're going to do it at a portion of the cost of the big guys, but you're going to get the same, if not better quality than the big guys, those big agencies. So uh, go follow them. Rogue Creative underscore on Instagram, and you can find them at roguecreative.org uh, and get that 30 day exclusive deal <coughs> that the Rogue Creative team's putting out there right now. So, shout out to John, shout out to Rogue Creative, uh, our never ending sponsor. Thank you guys. Yeah. And if, um, uh, if, uh, if you guys are going on to Rogue Creative and stuff, make sure you let them know where, uh, where you found them. You know, you know shout out to Pod. And uh, let let John and the and the team know that we are uh, trying to do our due diligence out here as a as a podcast. Definitely. So, uh, but yeah, um, I also want to make an announcement. Um, okay, I don't think I don't think last week was a bad episode or anything, but I didn't say it. I was feeling kind of like dog shit, and I was dealing with some allergies and stuff, and I was kind of sick the whole week actually. Um, so I apologize. Towards the end, I ran out of my water. So I put, I had to like eat something to like moisten up my mouth. So if you heard me like chewing at the end of the episode, I do apologize for that. But I felt like I was fucking eating a bag of mummy dicks. So I had to moisten my mouth up somehow. Um, but yeah, that's I just want to get that out of the way because I re-listened to the, to the episode and I was like, oh, there it is, you fucking idiot. But disgusting. I just, I was, yeah, I was just dealing with some shit and I kind of um but no days off no days off no days off no days off we fucking work it if it's tuesday we're recording absolutely rain or shine um yeah i also want to just just uh this is some stuff that might go down i don't know got some things possibly in the works um i got these they're called crack kraken gummies uh kraken canna from canna pros um they're Delta eight gummies out of first some THE gummies. Um, 
Potential new sponsor. I don't know. A buddy of mine is a COO. Uh, he handed me some stuff. He wants me to try it. Not going to do it on the pod for you guys this week. Uh, I got to see what they do to me before I uh, before I act up on the pod. But, uh, yeah, I just want to kind of shout them out because it's, it was real cool. Him just give me some, uh, some samples to see where that goes. Um, but, anyways, I'm fucking pissed. <clears throat> yeah. Let's hear For it. One, I'm just going to get into overall fans in general. The, you, these fans, including us, including everybody, need to relax. Um, this shit that happened in New York is absolutely absurd, dude. You saw what happened, right? Obviously. Yeah, they got uh, food and drinks thrown at them. Dude, and anything else that they could find. If you're ever a fucking in the first row or the fucking highest row above, and you think you have the right to throw anything at a fucking pro athlete, especially after your fucking team just had probably one of their best wins of the season so far. They've been struggling. The guy hits a fucking walk-off double and extras, and what you do is you ruin it by fucking throwing shit at a goddamn offending player. Are you kidding me, dude? I saw that shit. And I've come to the conclusion, not only Yankees fans, but I just think the Northeast are just the biggest scum fans in the goddamn world. They are. I mean, from Boston to Philly to New York, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, And I just think that's disgusting. No, it sucks. And it, like you said, it ruins. (laughs) I mean, the Yankees don't want to see it. Like it's, it ruined their win. Like that was the only thing that people were talking about after. You know? Exactly. And like the, the fact that Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton had to go out into the outfield and be like, hey, man, like, let's not do they that. They did that? Like, I didn't see that. Yeah. Part. Yeah. At the Gosh, end, like, because a couple of the guys on the uh, Indians were getting all kind of pissed. And you saw Miles Straw, like, uh, climb up on the fence and was like, probably was clearly talking shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Like, he was yeah, pissed. So then, Oh, he was something. He must have actually got hit with something because he was irate. Um, But, yeah, when your team has to come out there and tell you guys to, like, stop fucking throwing stuff and making a mockery of the goddamn, like, that's uh, so fucking embarrassing and just a shame as a whole. Yeah. But. Yeah. But you want to know what else is a shame? When you're at a goddamn game. And you are sitting there talking at, like, the top of your fucking lungs, not even watching the game, in someone's ear behind you. Last night I was at the Hawks game, bro, and I'm sitting, like, upper in the 300 level. So it's like you're either getting the Homer fucking season ticket holders that are, like, rah, 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 like, the you know, the party, or you're getting dickheads. Yeah, the best people. Or you're getting dickheads that don't pay attention and they sit there and just yap their fucking jaws all game long. Yeah. Dude. Not about the game. I literally lost focus for like I literally had I went like this at one point to like hold my fucking ears shut to 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 be like, hey guy, I can hear you and I don't want to hear this anymore. <laughs> I was getting dude, I was getting so mad. And not only this is okay. This was about to get into. Not only was he talking the whole game, he was talking to people he didn't know. Oh no! So he's just the worst person on the planet. Oh yeah. So that so 
he clearly was a hockey fan because he was like, ah, oh, weak side, weak side, point this. Where I'm like, I hate those guys too because it's like, shut the fuck yeah. up, bro. Like those shut are the, the fuck those up. are the shoot guys on the power play. Yeah, exactly. Woo! Yeah, shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, but then. Not only then, then he's talking about how his kids play hockey and how they're getting fucking 11 high scores on their ACTs and their SATs. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm like, what is going on? Then I like look behind me and they don't know each other. There's no they don't know each other. Well, I'm like, if there's one thing that other people don't care about, it's your fucking kids, your kids. Exactly. Then they're like, he's nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Then this dude starts talking about like his high school hockey days and like how you know he you know he wasn't the best goal scorer, but he fucking uh, can was always there to like break up the fights and like get in people's faces and blah blah blah. And I'm like, so you were the cool guy on the team. At what point? Not only are you, (laughs) what point? What's up, Jack? Sorry. At what point though? Is somebody allowed to just say, shut the fuck up? I mean, if this guy's talking to a bunch of people that not only does he not know, but like he's bothering these other folks, somebody's just got to say it, you know? Dude, I think at uh, a hockey game, it's, I think it should be a pretty quick, like, hey, dude, like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're trying to watch the game. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's, or, or any sporting event, I guess, besides baseball. Baseball's like not as. Dude, ruckus of an atmosphere, but like an NFL game or an NHL game, dude, shut the fuck up. I think it was. It, I don't. I don't think it was like that. I don't think it's that bad if you're literally just talking. But he was like yelling, like he was like everyone can hear it. Where it's like if you, yeah, if you were just, so if you were just talking, like hey, you know, blah blah blah, like with the person next to you, whatever it is, what it is you're here to socialize and stuff. But like just yelling and talking about the most random shit, and then like kept repeating himself. Where I'm like, yeah. What you know, like what do you want? And they like the girl that I fucking was while well, I was with some girl is the reason why I got free tickets and uh she just hit me up randomly, like, Yeah, hey, you wanna go to a Hawks game? I was like, Yeah. And then I was Fuck like, Yeah. Maybe I'll get some butt too. But that Hell was yeah. not really an option. Like <laughs> yeah, in my, head, right. in my head, you know what I mean? It was like, ah, and then I was like, ah. <laughs> but yeah. dude, she at one point you're gonna was get like, some butt? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And then not get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very well versed. <laughs> but even she was like, she started like speaking in, like out loud towards the the ice and was like. Man, really wish I didn't fucking have somebody behind me yelling. And I'm like, oh, I love that I little passive aggressive. I love it. that. Yeah, it was so funny. But I, I'm like, man, people that do shit like that at games, whether they're fucking talking or yelling or like, I, I mean, like that guy can't go, go to the movies. Oh, I can only fucking. Yeah, yeah. He'll get tossed right out of there at the movies. Yeah. Imagine him sitting behind you at Batman for three hours. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> or him at like a, and like a horror movie, and he's like, "Don't go in there!" Yeah, he's the We should do. We might need to do a draft of fans. The worst people. Oh my god! The shoot guy, or or even just events. The person that pushes you at a general admission concert. Oh my god! Right, you know (laughs) how to get out of my. You know how like New Yorkers are notoriously like not rude, but like they're not scared to speak their mind. Is that a thing in Chicago as well? Right, or or are Chicagoans? No, I think that we have no, no. People are generally nicer in the Midwest. I would say Detroit and Chicago are pretty comparable when it comes to how nice people are. 
yeah, I think we have a, a there's a stigma, but it's not like you're an asshole, and it's like thank you, you know, that's a Tom Segura fucking reference, yeah. but like it's you know, not like yeah, that, yeah, it's not like oh yeah, my father was an asshole, you know, my fucking grandfather it's was so an asshole, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like um, yeah, I no, I think there's definitely there's some hatred towards especially towards Chicago people when you when you go outside of the city, but as a whole, like if we go out of the state at least. But as a whole, it, it, within the city, it's not like, oh, hey, we're all assholes. You know what I mean? I just think right. there's just a people don't like Chicagoans if you're from like the surrounding states. Well, the murders, the murders are happening outside, like around the outskirts of the city. Correct well, me yeah, if I'm but wrong. They're in the city. Well, they're not downtown, so downtown right. is. That's not, what I mean. Yeah, like, but where everybody not, goes, everybody's generally pretty nice. I. I yeah, but there, there's I, a lot of. There's a lot of murders everywhere in the city. I mean, we're not going to talk about that, but there's just a lot of murder. <laughs> I mean, it's, we'll go over that at some point. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty <laughs> obvious. You just do a quick Google search and find that we're pretty yeah. bad around here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough. It's a tough look right now. We're, they're getting their shit together over there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, but I yeah, I would love to do a draft where we just talk about the worst fucking people in, at, at events because it's just you just get so frustrated and then all you can hear is this guy's voice. Like I can't even like watch the game properly. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah, it ruins everything. Yeah. I wanted to fucking kick him in the chops. Um, so quick before we jump off of hockey. Uh, okay. so the chicklets guys interviewed Wayne Gretzky and it came out today. Oh, okay. And he was talking about how, when he was supposed to, when he got traded to LA, when the trade mm-hmm. happened from Edmonton to LA, he originally, he was considering Philly, the Kings and the wings. And he had chosen the Red Wings. He's like, I'm going to be a Red Wing. Chose us. Oh boy. And, and he said, he gave his dad a call and let him know, Hey, like I'm, I'm choosing the wings. This is what I'm doing. And his dad told him there's only one Gordy Howe. And you're not going to be Gordy Howe. So go to the Kings and do like make your own legacy, do your own thing. Yeah. Wow. So I'd like to come out and say we are an anti Mr. Gretzky podcast. Fuck that guy. <laughs> In 1988, 89, if he would have came to Detroit, the they, the Wings had nobody. They had Stevie yeah. Y, who was 23, and they had Bob Probert, who was 23. The Russians weren't there. Like nothing was built yet. So it would have been Gretzky and Stevie Y. Gretzky had 58 goals and 150 or some crazy <laughs> assists. Like he had 155 points. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Uh, doing Gretzky dude, shit. Stevie Y that year had 65 and 90 assists. Like, you put them on the same team, they're scoring fucking 150 plus goals. Just those. Yeah, it's two. crazy. Yeah. And then you got Bob Probert to protect <clears throat> Gretzky. You know, I. I don't hate what the dad said, though. I mean, obviously. I don't hate it either, but fuck that yeah. guy. <laughs> we won, like, every cup in the 90 was ours. Every cup in the 90s. If we would have still got the Russians. Well, yeah, see He's that not. if you would have gotten it. Well, how do you know? How do you know? Everything could have fucking didn't. How many cups did Gretzky win? Two? In L.A.? I don't know. The Wings like, won two whole. in the 90s, though. Yeah, I know, but how many how many hey Jack, look up how many uh cups Gretzky's got as a career. But um yeah, I don't know. I, I think fuck it. I'm so happy that you told me that because fuck the wings. Let's go. No, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Fuck you and, and fuck Mr. Gretzky. 
And also, Brian LA, I, too. Wayne Gretzky's dad podcast. LA was, is like, to me, it's like, that's the least hockey, like, environment that you can think yeah. of in the whole NHL. Like, you think LA and you're like, oh, the fuck? Even though they've kind of been a pretty solid franchise for however long, but recently, yeah. That's yeah. Fucking- yeah, I mean, since Gretzky, wow. you imagine? He has four cups, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's funny. I like it. Yeah, Four cups? It's four cups, that's, okay. but two of them or three of them are in Edmonton, aren't they? All of them they? are in Edmonton. He, yeah, I'm pretty... All of them are in Edmonton. Yeah, he never won one in L.A. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that's... Okay, Fuck I Gretzky. Knew some Fuck struggle. Mr. Gretzky. Go Wings. <laughs> Go Wings. All right. Um, What's next here? I, so... Also, before we get off of bad fans, too, because kind of, I'm thinking about this whole Kyrie thing. Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot about that. So, like, I think that all these fans and all – and honestly, too, these fucking sports, these guys on ESPN, the Stephen A's and the and, and the Shannon Sharps and, like, all these dudes, they need to start chilling the fuck out on what they say, man. Because it's like, dude, all these people are, like – they have been ragging on players over the last, like, year or so. And it's like, dude – it's pretty ballsy of them to sit there and fucking be talking shit like that. And then it's like, I don't know. It, it riles up the media. Then everyone's talking shit. And it's like, dude, I don't know. I, I think yeah, it's bad I for think sports it's, when I they think do it's this. Tough to, no, I think it's tough to a point. But like the shit that the shit that Stephen A was saying this week about Ben Simmons, I think is like, I think he was spot on with that. Like, yeah, I mean, the guy's just, just not. It's just, just not a good teammate, you know. Yeah, I agree, but just because it's accurate doesn't mean you got to say it like that. Where like you are, you're promoting this like villainous thing, like where you're calling him like a, you know whatever. Everything is like it's just so negative. Instead of being like, hey, yeah, you know this guy, you know, has been a problem, but like it's like you blah 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 blah. You know, you know how Stephen A. gets all animated and shit. Yeah. It's like I just feel like it just it's bad for sports when they do this because then. People think that fans think it's okay. Then, oh, hey, Stephen A. said this. Now fans think they can sit there and yell and say shit at, at athletes, and uh, you know where it's like, well, fucking, if, if these reporters can do, it, why the fuck can't I do it? You know, and then you get guys throwing shit in the fan or at the fans and talk. You know, uh, I think my uh, Bridges, Miles Bridges from Charlotte, threw his mouth guard in the stands. It meant to hit a Hawks fan. Yeah. Ends up hitting that fucking chick in the face. Granted, he apologizes, but it's like. You're getting all this crazy reaction and people like doing crazy shit. And I think it's bad for sports, man. Like, I don't, I don't know that. Like, I, I just, I don't think it's good. And I think the, it stems from like the league itself, you know, like with Twitter and all this shit. I, I just, I uh, get that. Oh, and I think, I think segment. people are riled up. And I think it's a matter of separating. You know, you got to be smart enough to separate. Okay, I saw this on TV. Stephen A was riled up. Now I'm riled up. Uh, I can't be pissed if I'm yelling at Kyrie on the court and he comes up and punches me in the face. Dude, you you just got got. Like, you can't fucking see. Yeah. If you're going to talk to shit, get ready to, like, get hit. Yeah, that could exactly. Yeah. And Stephen A is behind the camera. It's his job to talk shit. You know, that's that's what that's how he gets paid. So yeah, if you're I mean, going to I, take that and run with it and say, okay, like now I'm, I'm allowed to do the same thing on the court. Just expect, to, expect some shit to happen, dude. And you deserve it. Like if you're yeah. going to talk shit, you got to be ready to back it up. That's why I don't talk shit. Yeah. I can't back no. it up. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, you're not wrong. I definitely agree. I just think it's like that this fucking, you know, they're gonna start banning alcohol at fucking sporting events, or they're gonna that stop. Would be shitty. They're gonna stop letting you get fucking front row seats or floor seats at a basketball game. Like they're not gonna. Not that I'm fucking sitting courtside, but like they're gonna take this shit away. And then yeah. it's gonna it's gonna fucking it's gonna fuck it up for the regular fan. And I, I you know I can with the way the world is nowadays it's soft as shit. So they're gonna fucking you know. Well, the thing is with this too is it's it's an NBA problem. Let's call it I what agree. it is. It's, it's an NBA problem. Like the shit that happened at Yankee Stadium. That's fucking like that's Yankees fans. They suck. The rest of the league like yeah. that doesn't happen anywhere else in the majors. You know, doesn't happen in no. football ever. And yeah, but it happens I, all the time in the NBA. I do think it does happen at football, but it's just they're far enough away where they can't really do it. You know what I mean? The proximity to the NBA court is definitely yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I do think it's a though, I, I do think baseball is a slippery slope though, because man, I, you're not that fucking far. I mean, I've heckled baseball players before. I'm not proud of it, but I never like swear or like fucking uh, like say anything too vulgar, or, like whatever. I'm just like yelling out their name and shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one time I was Good hammer one. drunk in the, I was hammer drunk in the bleachers at Wrigley, and they were playing the uh, I think there was the Indians at the time, and Ender Inciarte was a rookie, and I <laughs> I yelled his name Ender legitimately for like five innings straight, just. And let me tell you what, he heard every single fucking one of them. <laughs> and like at one point he legit like turned around. Like they hear you. They 100% hear oh, you. Oh yeah. And then the usher came up to me. He's like, hey man. And I was like, all right. I kept it. Hey man. <laughs> we need you to fucking relax for one yeah. inning, please. You've been doing this for five innings. The thing is though, in the bleachers at Wrigley, it's a fucking party. So like if you start doing they fucking love and this is back in the day oh not back in the day but like 10 years ago and they fucking right. loved it they, everyone Them was getting on board with me yeah um but i don't know i i just i just think it's gonna end up being bad for sports that's all i gotta say and i i it might not be super quick but over the next couple of years i just think it's i don't know man they're gonna start making dugouts at basketball games and shit uh, yeah i think it's an nba problem and they need to figure out how the fuck to address it because it's a very vocal and that's why it's so popular because they know how to fucking market their players because everybody wants to talk about it because it's like mm -hmm. a reality show every single day in the NBA. Yeah. No matter it really what's is. going on. Is mm -hmm. Ben Simmons shit great for the NBA? Great. Yeah. Because he's a psycho. <laughs> you know? I mean he's like, just an idiot. I don't understand this. Yeah, guy. he's a moron. And yeah. What Dumb. a child. That's conversation. Uh, I saw I saw a meme today though before we get off of that. I saw a mm. meme today and it was like, oh, the Harden Simmons trade might be the first ever lose lose trade in the history of the NBA. Dude, no <laughs> shit. I just died laughing. Seriously though. Dude, do you I think don't. we don't I mean we're gonna we're already going down here. Do you think that the <laughs> the super teams are dead? Do I think that they're dead? The idea. Do you think like because um, putting Kyrie and Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant on a team just hasn't fucking worked? And like, well, they have feel like it doesn't there. work like that. I don't think the super team. No, is I know dead. Ben Simmons hasn't played, but I all I just think there are way more superstars in the league now than there were seven to ten years ago. Like superstars, you know what I mean? Like we're talking. No, I agree. The way the game has changed so much, I think that. 
you can find uh I don't think the super teams the super teams are going away. I just think there's so many really, really good players that now it's like you only need two and like every team's got two. You know what I mean? Like every right. team has and got one. You can one draft or two. two. You don't have to exactly. trade and go get one. Yeah. yeah. You can you can sign one, you can get one, but it's just yeah, like right now, like with all these guys, the basketball they're just so good and like you don't gotta bang down low as much. You gotta be, you know, you gotta be fast and you can shoot like you know, right. like I don't think they're. I don't think it's dead, but I do think no. that uh, it's just more Maybe spread right. out throughout this throughout the league now. The talent, at least, yeah. Because like you're right. Because then there is, you know, the Suns have Devin Booker, mm-hmm. that one of the best players in the league. They'll go out and get Chris Paul to kind of compliment him, and then yeah, you know, you know, a good but, big, yeah, yeah. No, it's a, exactly like you get you get a guy, and then you work around him a little bit, and it's yeah, like I. I do think that the 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 two like the alpha superstars together though nowadays like the two guards like it's hard because like especially with like this KD Kyrie like, I mean you also got a bunch of when, jerk offs between them three but yeah when it was KD and Harden that shit mm-hmm. just yeah you, I think there's just two, players there's not like, enough balls on the court yeah so I'm saying I think there's like Harden uh, I think Harden Westbrook um. I mean that those two especially like it's hard to build around them because like they're both elite players. I, I don't think that Har- Westbrook has lost at all, um, and obviously Harden's a stud. But I, I think there's just certain players that need like legit role players around them. Um, yeah, and there's guys that can work with other superstars. Like I think KD could work with other superstars. I, he's done it in Golden State. Um, yeah, but I but think those that guys now, knew their role in Golden State. Well, that's I mean, the difference. Yeah, but also like. You got Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, fucking Dream. I mean, that was an absolute super team. Um, Definitely. With KD. But I just think, like, you have to have a couple. So I think all these teams that try to get Harden, it's like, oh, we need two, you know. But I just don't think a guy like Harden is going to fit the bill for anybody or even Westbrook. I think those are two guys that are, like, Hall of Famers that have never even come close to a championship. Right. Um, That's but no, I don't think a super team is dead, personally. Uh, what's next here? Let's talk about this fucking Twitter shit, dude. Hit me. I mean, you guys need to hit me, Jack. I feel like you got a lot of knowledge here too. Uh, I don't know. Elon's just kind of on one per usual. So pretty Um, much, he doesn't like he doesn't like the censorship that uh, Twitter has gained. Um. I don't know. He he keeps calling himself a freedom of speech absolutist. Yeah, I mean, so he doesn't want and it, doesn't want anything to be censored. No, and it shouldn't be. Twitter should be the wild west, and it's more fun that way. As long yeah. as you're, I mean, I think that you can almost kind of. I mean, you can't say whatever you want, but you fucking you know what the fuck you can say and what you can't say. As yeah. long as you're not verbally assaulting people in like a very. Uh, you know, you you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. If you say a one-off thing, all right, fine. But like, if you keep going at the same person and like are literally trying to ruin their right. life, then that's fucked. Uh, but I think Twitter just kind of has to police itself, almost. Yeah, nobody's gonna was, die. He was saying Twitter. something similar to that. So instead of like removing people's accounts um, for saying messed up stuff, he's like, if if the algorithm knows that that's messed up, we just won't promote it. We won't make the algorithm susceptible to erupting tweets, you know? 
some that's yeah that's some edgy controversial controversial stuff doesn't need to be on the headline of twitter you know rather than letting it pop off and then getting everybody pissed off we'll just right we'll just let it grow on its own you know we we won't yeah. let the algorithm promote this so you think they can make an algorithm that successfully kind of deters yeah, that kind of content and, and an, Another thing or at he's least doing is he's making it. all these algorithms open source. So anybody with a computer can go and look at all the code that is Twitter, um, which allows for people to make suggestions and stuff. Oh. So like if they see the algorithm doing something whack, anybody can point it out, which is a beautiful thing. They can't change it, but they can point it out. Absolutely, yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. That seems like a no-brainer. That's what I thought. I didn't know that it was an open source. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about all that. I, I think that might be problematic if it's not. I don't know. Then again, I have no idea what the, how the fuck. They're well, gonna I don't think enough people are going to care. I don't think enough people are going to care about the open source other than people that actually know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. No, I don't agree with you know? that. I bet you everyone's going to be like, oh, I can put my hand in Twitter. Like I can fucking, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, about but they're that. not gonna, if you're going to waste your time sending Twitter, a bunch of fucking DMs saying, Hey, I, I don't know anything about coding, but maybe, my suggestion. maybe they get those anyway. They get those now. Yeah. I was going to say they <laughs> probably get those already. Right. Yeah. I don't know. From my understanding of this whole thing is that Elon literally bullied Twitter into fucking uh, selling it to them. No joke. If you look at if you look at the like timeline, he like started buying stock in Twitter like beginning of the year, and then like bought more, and then like Twitter was like, "Hey, we don't want Elon to have more than fifteen percent worth of the shares of Twitter." So they, they try to like make a deal with them and shit. And he, while he's buying all heard- this. Go ahead. I saw they were trying to. I saw they were trying to flood the market with more, uh, yeah, with more Twitter stock so that his share would be yeah less valuable. Less yeah, 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 percentage. And then this guy's like fucking as he's buying all this fucking stock and shit, or all you know all the Twitter, he's talking shit about Twitter on Twitter. This dude literally yeah. was using Twitter to be like, "Is Twitter dying?" Blah blah blah. It's like this play, but it, I'm like, oh my. So, and then they put him like on the board, and then they were like, "Ah, hey, forty-four billion here, you can have it." That's the yep. most gangster shit I've ever heard in my entire life, dude. Yeah, it's like real well, gangster. He, he tried to get on the board, and then he did. Yeah, and then when he went to buy more stock, they wouldn't. Yeah, like, he wasn't would, allowed yeah. to hold a certain percentage <clears throat> of stock and still be on the board. So he was like, "Okay, never mind. I don't want to yeah. be on the board. I'd rather just buy the company." Exactly. <laughs> How, that's the, that's the most gangster shit I've ever heard, dude. Like, what it the is. fuck? He's just like, "Oh, okay, go fuck yourself. I'm gonna own it." And then they're like, mm, "Yeah, I guess that's a lot of dude, money." I was watching a TED talk with him from the other day and he's trying to bring on as many shareholders as he can uh, so that he doesn't have to buy it outright (coughs) and the the guy that was interviewing Elon said that and then Elon laughed and he's like well even if none of them come I could still afford it and I was like you're (laughs) such a (laughs) you're an asshole I love that dude even if he can do whatever he wants man he can do whatever the fuck he wants if he but, was like, I want to be the quarterback of the Detroit Lions, and they said no, he'd just be like, all right, I'll buy the fucking team, and I'll be the quarterback. Do you think that... <laughs> I'll so, be the only player. Do you think yeah, that the only player. Um, he has any intentions of making Twitter pay to play? 
Because I know he wants to make it private. I highly so that, doubt that. Right, Jack? I don't know. Why would he do that? I, Why would he? What would be his? I mean, obviously, it'd be, you know, money, but I don't. Charge I think his fucking, whole point of this is the freedom. It's freedom of, it's freedom of speech, but that's, freedom of speech doesn't have to push. be. Yeah, freedom of speech. It should be fucking free. Free to talk. I mean, I, well, that's why I'm asking. I'm, you know, I'm just generating questions. I don't know what what does private mean. Why? What the fuck does private mean then? If you don't have to pay for it, you know what I mean. That's why I'm, I'm just curious. I don't know I don't about know. all this shit. Um, question for somebody smarter than us. I think I, that I'm making not, it private just removes the like aspect of that board of directors that, with a private yeah, company okay. there doesn't need to be a, a public board of investors yeah. that are making the decisions that run the company and 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 also too then it, it takes the like the agenda out of things too i'm pretty sure because obviously twitter pushes towards what they want to push like if they want to push it they are going right. to push what they want you know what i mean um i feel like all social media does that so i guess that's that makes sense too um but and not I, that I, I want to if... toot this guy's horn anymore, but he did say, and this is a quote, he said, I do not care about the economics of Twitter. He said he's doing it purely out of free speech. So, and I don't, oh, I I don't know yeah, how much true. truth that has to it. I mean, I don't think that this guy's walking around thinking of ideas on how to make money. I think he already did that and succeeded. Yeah. So, right. I don't know. I got high hopes, though. No, and he, I mean, yeah, he's he's well, going to make his money He's gonna make his money on Twitter, like well, the I, same way that fucking Twitter's making money. So I, mean, I think, uh, I think though, you know, he's kind of he's kind of fucking over my guy Johnny Depp, though, bro. You see is that? He? <clears throat> so uh, they were having like, um, obviously, the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard things going on, um, yep. and Elon is one of the guys that uh, old girl was kind of messing around with. And like really? committing in, yeah, I didn't know that. There's like, yeah, there's like a video of, of Elon and her like hugging in a, um, and not front hugging, like back hugging, where he's like holding her from behind in an elevator. And I guess they nice. had like relations before too. So better watch out for my boy Johnny Depp, bro. That's my guy. A back Damn, hug is yeah, a yeah, lot that's my guy. than a front hug. Yeah, a back hug is, is real. Yeah, it's not PG 13. That's some, uh, yeah. That's some Urban Meyer shit, the back hug. Oh, man. It doesn't it never <laughs> look good. It just never looks good. Never looks Urban good. Urban loves back hugs. Yeah, he does. Oh, I'll take yeah. shots at that asshole any chance I get. <laughs> uh, fuck Urban. Just, fuck the Buckeyes. I just wonder if, uh, I wonder what, if like, I wonder if Zucker, how Zuckerberg's feeling about, like, I wonder if, if there's any threat, because I mean, Facebook owns everything, right? Like Instagram, fucking Snapchat, uh, and like, a couple other things, right? Like, don't they have a bunch of shit? So if he, what if he goes and tries to buy fucking Facebook or somebody tries yeah, he's to buy, buy Facebook and Instagram together? Cause those Facebook and Instagram are one unit now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure so Snapchat's in that too. Them. If I'm not mistaken, I think, I think, I think you might be right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this dude's just going to be out. This motherfucker right there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't think I don't Zuckerberg know. would ever part ways. So, yeah, yeah. Why would he? But then again, yeah. Facebook, Dude, I feel like Jack the Winklevoss twins off to get it. So I don't think that's he's what I mean. Up ever. Great yeah, movie. but I mean, I feel like fucking Facebook is already kind of like not dying, but like it's just kind of shitty. So, I mean, for the right price. I take it's it shitty. Off. Yeah. For people our age, it's awful. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. I mean, there's still it's still cool when you get to hear about your friends and like how they're doing and shit. But like. 
like as like a news if they use it. And all the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but like, yeah, exactly. You got all these dumbass memes and these dumbass videos, and it's just like, ah, it's all fucking political. Basically, and shit. Like, if, if you got a kid, you probably pop on Facebook all day, every day. If you don't have a kid, you probably don't. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I don't have kids. <laughs> have you guys ever gotten? Yeah, but you're not on there. Just absolutely oh, lost in Facebook videos or not? Yeah, cooking. I'm not a Facebook vids guy. Oh, Maddie Matheson, wow, baby. You gotta be. Oh my god. I'm a TikTok guy. You said cooking? Yeah, dude. I love watching cooking videos. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I yeah, I'll go down. Gordon Ramsay and Maddie Matheson are my fucking dogs. I'll watch them cook shit all day long. <laughs> but back to Instagram and Facebook jargon. I feel like uh not only is Facebook falling off, but in my life, at least, Instagram has completely fallen off. I find it hard to uh, give myself reasons of why the fuck I'm still on that app. Yeah, I see that. I yeah, like but to, why, I don't though? Know. All of my friends are on there, though, so, like, I yeah. kind of, you know, yeah, that's I stick bad. around I just, to see what I, everybody's I don't, doing. I don't give a fuck, I feel like, like um, most of the time, I guess. <laughs> Right. Uh, and I, yeah. And you should, <clears throat> you should never really give a fuck. But. but I do feel like if you actually are like looking, I mean, if you're not looking for like news or looking for bullshit, Instagram is probably the best one to like mm-hmm. actually be in, you know, shut your brain the, off yeah. and just kind of see what your friends are doing. Yeah, yeah exactly. All the of, bullshit. Yeah. Instead of just fucking mindless content, you know, on TikTok and all that right. shit. Like, which, they all have their own. There's all. There's a use for all of them. I think still. Um, I've never had a Twitter, but because of this, all this bullshit, I might. Uh, I, it, it literally makes me want to get a Twitter. So once, uh, once everything is all private, I might jump on Twitter just for the boys. <laughs> Twitter's dude. Twitter is the best source for like news and shit. I yeah. Think. That's what like, I've been. When Shafter's putting something out, it's fucking Twitter is the first place he goes. Like. Or when there's a Woj bomb or anything, anything sports related for news. And I'm sure I don't follow any, like I don't follow CNN or any actual like news. So that's just not me, but I'm sure it's the same way there too. Like I'm sure they fucking, they get that shit up on Twitter ASAP. So well, I don't know. that's why I like Twitter. But yeah. GG's. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Elon. Shout out to Elon. <laughs> Uh, actually, it's. Oh the yeah, pick is in. <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. You did Monday Night Football. Still plays. Yeah, d- yeah, still plays. Definitely plays. Just drop both of those in there, Jack. Post. <laughs> uh, okay. The reason we're here today is because the uh. Lions and Bears are going to be making some draft picks on Thursday. Actually, the Bears aren't. Bears are going to be making some draft picks on Friday. I was about to say, no, uh, we're not. <laughs> for that. For that. Because of Khalil Mack. Shout out to Khalil Mack. Um, I have a few thoughts. I'd like to go quickly through my Lions wish list. I also have a Bears wish list. Uh, and it's positive. It's not like a, I want the bears uh, to suck wish like list. It's you, like, I think the bears could do. Yeah, I think, oh, yeah. Okay. What I think that they should do. 
Uh, Matt Miller dropped his mock today on ESPN, and I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty interesting. There's some things that I hated, but I think the things that I hated, I hated because other teams were prospering with these moves that he was making, and it was pissing me off, especially teams (laughs) in the NFC North. So the Lions have two, 32, and 34. It's insane. Unfortunately, the two pick means nothing. Nobody gives a shit about it. It's there is no guy that you want to go get in the top 10. You get, you're going to get the same value at two that you're going to get at fucking six. Like yeah, the top 10 are just kind of interchangeable. So if we, if we get, if we get Hutch, great. If we get Thibodeau, great. I don't think anybody can say definitively either way. Hey, I mean, you never can, but especially with these two guys, it's like one is kind of maybe doesn't love football as much as you want him to but he's a fucking freak athlete who's that that that's tibbs okay cave on thibodeau from oregon and then yeah, I know. aiden hutchinson uh loves football crazy drive tries his ass off like has a couple of sick moves but doesn't have all the same tools that thibodeau does so it's like kind of pick your poison you know, mm-hmm. could both guys develop into freaks? Sure. Could <clears throat> both guys stink in five years? Absolutely. I could see a Jadavion Clowney situation happening for either one of these guys. Um, especially Hutch because he had Ojabo, David Ojabo on the other side of him, who before his Achilles injury was going to be a top 15 pick as well. So who the fuck knows if Hutch was just having some help or if he really is that dominant. So the two pick, not that interesting to me. And unfortunately... Because nobody is seemingly willing to make a move, it'd be sick to trade out of that two pick. But there is no Justin Fields. There is no fucking, you know, Trevor Lawrence. There is no guy that's worth going up to get. So okay. it's really going to be the interesting thing is going to be the, the middle of the draft and see how it plays out. Because the Lions having that 32 pick is fascinating to me. Because something that people forget about is keeping that fifth-year option that you get in the first round. Yeah. Because you lose that once you get into the second round. So it's valuable to jump back into the first round and get that guy to hold him there. Um, okay, boring shit's over. Let's get into oh, guys. Hey, before, before, we go, before we go on that, so um, why – when you say when you talk about Thibodeau, do you say that he doesn't want to play football? I, I honestly I don't know what that's about. I need an explanation. People are concerned about his. He's he's interested in other shit. He's really into uh, crypto and stuff like that. Like he's interested in things off the field, and he's been very vocal about it. Okay. And I guess not only because of that, because that shouldn't you shouldn't care if somebody has uh, interests off other the field. Interested? I fucking yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely not. Uh, especially if they're into, you know, it's smart guy shit. They're into investing yeah. and, you know, he <clears> wants <throat> to look after himself, yeah. which is yeah, great. Of course. Which everybody should do. 100%. Uh, but I think his personality in general, it sounds like, just rubs some people the wrong way. From people that have, you know, came out. I listened to Rappaport say it a few times on the McAfee show when, you know, guys after the pro day were just like, eh, I don't know, like, he's an absolute freak. 
but yeah. might not have passed the sit down with the GM test. So I have I have two examples in pro sports right now of guys that <clears throat> um kind of in the similar boat. Number one, yeah. Anthony Edwards of the Minnesota Timberwolves. I know different sports. These are both going to be different sports. Anthony Edwards, that was his big thing too. Oh, he, you know, he's just a freak athlete. Do we know if he actually wants to play basketball, this, any other thing? And now all the guy wants to do is be the best at everything he does, which he literally thinks he's the best at everything he does. It's hilarious. But he's turning into a freak that they thought he was going to be. He's actually like a team player. He's actually this. He's actually that. So to me, yeah, I think that's such bullshit if you don't draft a guy because of that. Because <clears throat> at the end of the day, this is going to be his livelihood. Like, yeah, you could go do the crypto, you could get whatever, but it's like if you're not the guy who has that fucking that the uh, you know, that the NFL contract to back you up a little bit, get the fuck out of my face. So, I think that's bullshit. Number 2, Sugar Sean O'Malley of the UFC. That guy Ugh. is one of the best fucking bantamweights in the goddamn or whatever he is. I think he's a bantamweight, bantamweight in the fucking world right now, right? Granted, he's still kind of moving up to it. That guy parties his balls off, hates training, fucking, uh, you know, d- streams on the side f- to make money. Fucking has a like a, a a line of like weed, fucking glass and shit. Like he's doing all this shit, and look at him, he's a stud in his league. So I think that's such garbage that your whole life has to be football in order to yeah. be a productive player and even a hall of famer or, or whatever. Um, because it's, it's proven it's shown like nowadays, like the, the social media, everything, there's so much going on. So I think that's bullshit. And I think that if that dude's draft stock is lowered because of that, then GMs are just fucking old school and it's bullshit. So I, I, agree. Go over that real quick. I couldn't agree more. I, I don't, yeah, I don't think that that's, that it's going to end up hurting him at all. Yeah. The only thing that I would be worried about is, if he got to Detroit and he was like, fuck this place. Like, I don't want to live here. You know? Yeah. I mean, that'd be the, that'd be the only thing. Like if he's playing, if he's playing his ass off to get a contract somewhere else, cause he wants to get the fuck out of here. Like that's, that's fine. But I don't, <clears throat> yeah, I just don't want that here. And that's one thing you will not get out of Hutchinson, obviously, because no, he's a fucking homer. He's yeah, from so, here. Yeah. Yeah. Which that makes sense. But also I, don't think you would stray away because of uh, the other shit. I get that though. You know, no. you don't want to be in it. That's how we feel in Chicago for all sports. Like nobody wants to be here. It's cold, dude. We have seasons. Like nobody wants to be here. Um, but yeah. Anyways, go on. Let's get into the the, the, the fucking uh, the meat of the draft and bucko. Yeah, let's get in the fun shit here. I was watching. <laughs> I've been watching mostly <laughs> mostly wide receiver film. Mostly wide oh. receiver film. Dude, because hold on. One, one more thing that's about the be, That's pick. the biggest part of this draft. Go one ahead. more thing about the second pick because I have to get off my fucking plate because I think it was the funniest thing. I saw a mock draft earlier or yesterday or some shit that had uh, the Lions taking Kenny Pickett at two. <laughs> yeah. See, that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I if was we like, take any oh of these boy. quarterbacks at two. Yeah, nightmare. Okay. Console the season. All right, I just wanted to bring that one up and just see how you felt about that because that's a wild move. I don't think it's worth it at all. But No, that's horrible. They need to take a playmaker on defense there. And it's yeah. not his name is not Kyle Hamilton either for all those Kyle Hamilton guys. Not worth it. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so I've been watching a lot of receiver film. I mean, the receivers in this draft are stupid. Yeah. Through the third round are stupid. Yeah. Um, both – 
Olave and Garrett Wilson are projected to kind of go in the middle. Yeah, unfortunately. And uh, it sounds like Drake James. London, who is from USC, he's an absolute mm-hmm. freak, like yeah. length guy, goes up and gets every ball. Typical US, typical it. USC number one, literally. I mean, they've he's had a problem. A, they've had they've had ten of them in the last thirty years. They've had it's the Mike Williams. Them. It's yeah, yeah, it's that kind of guy. It's that, yeah. that typical guy. He's a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he'll be gone. The interesting three for me, actually, there's four. The interesting four for me that could be around when the Lions pick at 32. The first one is my pipe dream, and that's Traylon Burks. He's a wide receiver out of Arkansas. Arkansas, When you watch this guy, you watch him for one play, you're like, oh, shit, that's A.J. Brown. Oh, fuck, wait, no, it's not. <laughs> Dude, this guy looks exactly like A.J. Brown and plays like a freak. Like, he's going to yeah. push you off the line, <clears throat> and he's going to dominate you on slants, and yeah. he can also burn you on the outside. The dude's just yeah. overall a problem. Yeah, and I not think a speed could be, burner, 6'2", but runs a five, a 4'5", but he's big and strong. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Good guy actually, I, want the, I want the Bears to take, so I, I read a little Dude. bit about him. <laughs> he's nasty. Yeah, yeah, he's nasty. And and any tape you watch on him, you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. And Yeah, 100%. Even more so, dude. <clears throat> it would be a toss-up for me if they were like, do you want Alave, Wilson, or Traylon Burks? I'd have to sit there for a while, and you'd have to really convince me to not take Traylon Burks. Yeah. But uh, a more realistic, I think he's going to be gone. Unfortunately, I think he's going to go to an NFC North uh, rival, but I'll get to that at the end here. Uh, Next guy, my, which would be my ideal place. My ideal pick here would be George Pickens, the wide receiver from Georgia. Nope. 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 I know nope, you don't nope, get nope. it. I dude watch. Why? It's, Tell it's, me why. Tell me why. Because he played four games this year. Well, however many games the guy he's broken. He's glass. He's skinny. I know he's broken, and that scares me. And I'm the one <clears> that <throat> preaches about injuries all the time, too. Which is I'm coming on here and being very hypocritical to what I normally say. But the fit. The fit for what the Lions need, I think George Pickens kind of hits that because Amon Ra is a going to be a very good slot receiver in the league. Like he had 90 grabs yeah. last year. I think he can kind of keep doing that, but they need somebody on the outside that can be a true one. That's true. And at 6'2, yeah, this dude tosses people <clears throat> off the line. Um, you, you see it on his film. He tosses Dax Hill, <clears throat> who is a, uh, First round safety out of Michigan this year. He tosses mm-hmm. another guy from Auburn. He tosses another guy from Bama. Like he's super physical at the line and he has disgusting hands. Like the dude catches everything, especially in the end zone. He makes those kind of he makes those Devontae Smith type, those Julio type catches on the sideline where it's like, yeah. how the fuck did he just grab that? Like his arms extended to grab that. Uh crisp route runner. Not crazy speed, but good enough. I mean, he's just your typical. He's your one in the. He's your one in the league. He's kind of like a smaller Mike Evans, right? He's gonna go out there. He's gonna catch he's, everything. He's dude, not gonna play. He's literally. Yet, he's literally exactly. He's a Georgia. He's AJ Green, dude. And granted, mm-hmm. AJ Green has had a phenomenal career, <clears throat> but I don't know if he's as good as AJ Green was. 
And uh, no, I wouldn't say. I mean, that's impossible to say that. No, no, he's got to get. I, he's got to get bigger. He has to get bigger. And he, he will. Yeah. yeah, no, he will. So, which obviously, this is with everything. I mean, you know, that's any draft. But uh, I am not a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan. I know he's good, and I know he's proven he's good when he's on the field. But mm. um, I'm the not ACL a huge scares fan, you. Yeah, man. I just, you know, he just, it scares me. That's all. But then again, I also say this and I, the, the, you know, I would take either of the two Alabama receivers at 39 in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Even though they both yeah. are dealing with fucking Tony Seals. So, yeah. Um, last two guys here Jahan Dotson, uh, the Penn State guy. Yeah. I like him a lot. He's good. For the Lions, though, he's he's a Monroe St. Brown. He doesn't do anything spectacular. He's going to be a good slot guy for somebody. Uh, we don't need two of those. We just fucking don't. Yeah. He's not a speedster. Like he doesn't bring anything extra to the table that could, you know, help a Monroe or help the quarterback. He's just another. He'd just be another good slot guy, which is fine. <laughs> which is great for somebody. Yeah. Uh, he has disgusting hands and body control. The guy just twists any way that he needs to for the ball, but not for me. Last guy, uh, Christian Watson out of uh, North Dakota State. 6'3", <clears throat> guys 10 times faster than anybody on the field. They used a <laughs> shit ton for end arounds. And it's not like, oh, he's fast for the FCS. It's like this guy was five strides ahead of everybody. <laughs> like He would have been fucking fast anywhere. You know, it's different if they're like, oh, he's kind of outrunning guys every once in a while. No, he is like, he's 10 yards ahead of everybody at all times if he gets smoking space. So, yeah, he's, he's a one trick pony. He's kind of, he kind of reminds me what deep people were saying about DK when he was coming out. Like this guy runs straight and that's it. Yeah. And, uh, that turned out to be a pretty good trick as far as DK was concerned. So, you know, who knows what this guy could be. I don't, I don't want us to take the. A flyer on him there, but I think somebody in the second round is going to be blessed to have that guy. Mm-hmm. But for for my picks, there it would be Hutch or Thibodeau at two. I don't care which one. You don't think that Walker kid's going to get? Uh, he's. You think he's consensus number one? I don't know. Okay, it's, so what if Hutch goes number one? You're okay with the other kid? If Hutch goes one, we get Thibodeau. Pfft. Sure, that's and that's the way. Think, the what about is. what about? So you don't think Walker is a, an option at all? Isn't mm. he a linebacker or, or an edge rusher or some shit? Or am I missing something? No, he is. There hasn't been any oh. smoke there, as far as the Lions are concerned. I don't know how interested uh, they are in him, uh, but that okay. name—that's just a name that hasn't been thrown around at all at, like by the beat writers or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I got you. I'm I not you. yeah, I'm not sure on that. But yeah, it'd be Thibodeau or Hutch at two. At thirty two, I'm hoping, praying that Nicobe Dean is gonna be there, the linebacker from Georgia. Uh tries harder than everybody on the field at all times. Sure tackler, if you're a Lions fan, you know how fucking frustrating it was to watch them not only last year but how long have I been alive? The last 27 years You're watching them trying to tackle. They stink at tackling. <laughs> they always have. It's been a fucking problem forever. Hopefully Dan <clears throat> Campbell fixes that. But a guy like N'Kobe Dean being inside, in the middle, the guy had seven and a half sacks and two picks last year too. He 
Like the guy does everything. So mm-hmm. to have him as a leader and in the middle of the defense, something fuck. that they desperately need. Dude, he's so yeah. fast. Yeah, he's so and fast. He just it's cares, impressive. dude. He's one of those guys that just fucking cares. He like the film, and that's what all the uh Georgia people were saying about him too. Like he doesn't take a playoff ever. Yeah. Doesn't guy's matter. Just good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just good. Love he's three that. downs. <clears throat> he's three yeah, downs. Gotta love. Gotta love and that. then 34, take George Pickens. So Hutch. Georgia, Georgia. Go be Dean. George Pickens. Yep. And Fucking I'd be Detroit. That's Bulldogs. my dream scenario. <laughs> Other <clears throat> alternate dream scenario would be trading out of that 32. Two? Oh. Trading out of the 32. I know we're not. The trading out of the two was just not even. Yeah, there's not, like you said, yeah, there's nothing worth it up there to, to, trade, Nobody, your, to yeah. trade the house for. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're but right, you're that right. 32 is going to be a fucking dangling carrot, especially depending on which of these receivers fall, which of these <clears> offensive <throat> tackles are still there at the end of this, the first round. People are going to be like, oh, shit, we need to go and get this guy, and we need him yeah. for long term. So let's slip in the, uh, that 32 spot. Uh, if we can trade out there and get somebody's second and somebody's third. Yeah. Fucking run it. Would you do I'm all in? <clears throat> how do you feel about the you trade up or you trade back or whatever for like okay, so you're gonna get um up two picks this year, like a second and a fourth this year, but you're also gonna get like a third next year. How do you feel about that? Like where it's like you're trading up, but you're you know you're getting uh, only one pick, really one real pick out of it for this draft. But in the future, yeah. you're getting you know I I fucking kind of hate that. I'm fine with it. I would be fine with it for the Lions right now because of the place that we're in. Yeah, fair enough. And I think you would be fine with it too. Yeah, I mean that's I, in well, the place that the Bears are in. I mean they're not they're not we're not looking at a 2023 division W here. Oh, I know. I mean, that's that. well, that's what we fucking did last year, though. We traded, we traded. Uh, you know, we swapped first, and then we gave up this year's for like the whole Justin Fields trade. Um, because I'm pretty sure the Cleo match that's not a thing anymore. I think this year's no first round pick is because of last because uh, of Justin Fields, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Um, I think you're right. So it's like, and like, and we don't have a fucking, we don't have a fourth this year because of that, and it's just like. You know, yeah, because your your first round pick, the Giants have it. So I think that was from the Justin Fields. Exactly. No, yeah. yeah, it is. It's one hundred percent. That's what it is. Um, but like, I think like as a team, or I guess a, I guess a team like the Giants, it's worth it because like you like you said for them, like they weren't gonna do shit last year, you know. And it's like now they got a, a second, you know, top ten pick. Uh, I mean, I, I just I I'm just all here for the present, like. You know, I'm not the guy that simulates fucking four seasons of your fucking NHL, you know, franchise season to get to the draft picks. Like I'm trying to win now, you know? Well, I think uh, I think the problem with our view too is that we haven't seen the whole thing put together. You kind of have. You've been to a Super Bowl. But yeah. like I'm I like the here and now thing too, because it's like, okay, what are we putting together? We've been putting some shit yeah. together for the last fucking 60 years. What are yeah. we waiting for? No, yeah, that's you know? true. Or it's like, man, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely the worst. Um, yeah, but I, I just, oh, patience is tough. I, I just to like, I hate the projects. I hate the fucking projects in the NFL. Like, I, this is my, this is the one thing I really want to talk about on as a, as a Bears fan on this fucking episode for the okay. draft is, can we please, 
as the Bears, can we please take primetime players this year? Like, obviously Fields is big. That was huge. That's the first time, even like every first rounder that we've ever get, that we ever get, it's like, who is that guy? And then mm-hmm. it's like they end up being good or they, you know, or they don't, which most of them they don't. But it's like, really? Like, it's always like we take some dude from fucking, you know, Kansas State Penitentiary and we fucking say, oh, this dude, look at this guy. You know, we take a fucking Mitch Trubisky played eight games where it's like, what is going on? I, this yeah. is why I want, so I want to take receiver at 39 and I want it to be. Obviously, the two guys from Ohio State are not going to fall, which is unfortunate. But I want a fucking either a Big Ten star, an SEC guy, or, you know, I want one of the Alabama guys, or I want that kid from Arkansas. I don't know if they're going to land there, but that's who I want because I want a guy who is legit. Yeah, because once again, like, the reason why I would love an Ohio State guy is because I think that, uh, once again, we're not going to get them. Um, but I think that it's, it's crucial. Like with the, if you threw to the guy in college, like that, it, there's that chemistry is already there. You know what I mean? Like if you look at most of the time, like if you, you play with a dude in college, I mean, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are obviously fucking example. Good recent a. example. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I, that's why I would love That's why, uh, what's the do with the three names, uh, in Jigba or whatever. Jackson Smith and Jigba. He's not in the draft this year, right? He's next year. No, he's going to be absolutely disgusting, though. But when he, he comes out, what is was last year his freshman year or sophomore year? Sophomore, sophomore right? year, yeah, because he played his freshman year. Yeah, a little bit. So yeah. where it's like, so even this just is like last a, year. So even just a guy like that, like if we can get him next year somehow, like in the first round when we have a pick, like a guy like that for Justin Fields, who probably didn't throw to him that often, but he still. They play together, you know? I don't know. Um, right. But I just want a guy who played in a big conference that was uh, number one or a number two on a really good team, like, a you know, a Mechie or, or a Williams or whatever, or, and just take a guy that you know is going to be good instead of taking a risk. I'm just so sick of them taking risks. So I saw – so for the for Matt Miller's draft, the one that came out today, his mock, Okay. I loved I love what he did with the Bears, and you're not gonna like it because they don't take that guy. They take <coughs> they end up getting Christian Watson, that guy from North Dakota State, the dude that's fast yeah. as fuck. Ah, see, six, I just don't six three, four three speed. I like it, but, but I, I don't know. They also get uh that Nicholas Petit Freer. He's the uh left tackle from Ohio State who Blocked for Justin Fields. Justin Fields. He's nasty, yeah. dude. Like he had he had one bad game, but it was against Hutchinson, and you know it's, it was one game, and there was a rivalry, so anything could fucking happen. Like, yeah, he and that was game disgusting was, yeah. for two years, and it was in the snow. Yeah, so for them to be able to address the O line in such a big way there be huge, yeah. which is their glaring need. And then also get a guy like Christian Watson, who you, I think, take a great flyer on in the second round. I mean, I mean, do you take him at 39 or take him at 48, though? Do you take him at... No, no, we don't want another Kevin White. Get the fuck out of here, That's why I said worst-case scenario. (laughs) You take him at 39. You're lucky he's there at 39, and you take him. You think there's going to be that many receivers gone, though? 
I mean, what do you think he's going to be? Uh, he's like the I seventh think, or eighth best rec- receiver in the draft. No, I, I mean, think you, Jahan. I think Jahan Dotson could be there. So what? I think. What do you think I about think the Alabama receivers, go. bro? What do you think about John the Alabama Mechie? guys and fucking Jameson Williams? Like, are you yeah, not Jameson, on their? On no, their Jameson Williams is going first round. John Mechie okay. is projected middle of the second. Okay. All right. I was going to say, are you not a fan of those guys or what? No, I'm a fan of them. I oh. just I like the other guys better. Fair enough. Just because Fair of the enough. injuries to those guys. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm oddly not scared of their injuries, but then I see a guy like Pickens where I'm like, yeah, that guy's injury is you fucking are, terrified of that guy. It's because they're Bama know. guys. I yeah, exactly. And and those guys do nothing but prosper in the league, literally. So I it's like how yeah, can I agree. you it's just a it's just like it's the just Ohio the State fucking, receivers. They're sick in the league. So I'm saying it's just a script. It's just a script that has been it is. fucking all day, and it works. Let's go with that. Let's do something that works instead of being like, ah, oh, let's take a dude from fucking North Dakota State. I just I just you hate, you see... hate smartest guy in the room syndrome, essentially. What is that? What do you mean? Where you're trying to be the smartest guy in the room and take somebody that nobody is yeah, thinking about. Because, Bob, we've done it. My damn near my whole adult life, and it it never fucking works out, bro. Like it never works out. No, Matt Forte, and I'm pretty sure he was a second round pick. Where it's like, other than that, well, you know, we've gotten a couple good players like defensively, you know, we but like our first rounder is always garbage, and it, it's just like, can we just take a layup? Can we just take a layup for once, please? That's my thing. Trust me, dude. I get it. We took uh, you took Matt Stafford. No, uh, I don't even remember the guy's name anymore. The tight end, Eric Ebron. We took Eric Ebron once. <laughs> I seen it. Yeah, that was bad. I mean, we, uh, I mean, we, the we one thing that I hated. Instead. The only better, the only better scenario for the Bears, I think, would be if this guy, uh, Kenyon Green, falls to them. He's a nasty. Guard, he played guard and tackle at Texas A&M, but he's just a mm. he's a human being. And if he somehow falls to them, which he could, the guard the guard tackle things like weird in this draft because yeah. there's so many of them. It's so just like the receivers. Being. Yeah, he's a human being. He's a biggin. I, I yeah, I I don't know. But I would the, like that. Matt Miller had, and this makes me fucking sick. He had the Packers. In the first round, they get they first they get that Kenyon Green guy. Okay. And then six picks later or something like that, when they have the real pick, they get uh a receiver. Traylon Burks. Yeah. I saw that Which too. Would be our like, absolute nightmare in the end. It seems it's it absolute seems nightmare. like it seems like I'll, I mean, I don't know about the Vikings. I don't even know where the fuck they fall, but I feel like out of the three, the the Lions, Bears, and Green Bay, they're all kind of going for the same type of uh at least they're all in need of receivers. Um and I know that Green Bay is is looking for O line and obviously we're looking for O line. So it's like motherfucker man. So So do you have a realistic wish list for your no. two picks in that second round? No. I want so I want our first I want thirty nine to be a receiver. And I do want okay. I want that trailer I want Burks or either Man, of the fucking Burks. Lions so want, are gonna take Burks before you I guys want do. Burks 
Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want Burks. No way or... he's getting past with the two picks. I want Burks or I want one of the two Alabama receivers. That's like a legitimate, like, obviously I don't think Williams is going to be there, but, like, I would love Mechie. I would take him early because that guy, he's a winner. He's an absolute winner. He's, like, just one of those guys where you want him on your team. Or, you know, if there's, like, a, someone that falls, which, uh, yeah, but I think, like, that, that'll probably be the sixth, fifth or sixth receiver taken. So I think one of those guys is, is legitimately can fall. And then at 39 or at 48 or whatever the fuck it is, you either go, I'm hoping O-line, but the Bears like to do dumb shit and not take O-linemen quite often. Um, I don't know if we've taken an O-lineman since fucking Kyle Long. <laughs> but um, They need corners, but, too. Well, that's what I'm saying. Or if they if there's, if there's someone's not there, you go DB, preferably yeah. corner. Um, I, but I want receiver, O-line, and then go from there with it. We, we don't have another pick until the uh, – or I think we have a third and then no fourth and then like two fifths or some shit. So, I mean, we don't got much value, but if we can get receiver O-line and then after that kind of just, to, you know, take the best available. That's my wish list. Okay. I just... Mike's, Mike's official wish list is Chris Olave somehow at 39. <laughs> <laughs> and then Evan Neal at 48. No, dude, <laughs> you can't say that. the two best at their position. No, oh, I get it. I, I get what, what you're I just want, I'm just I sick just of have these. To bust your balls out. I, yeah, I'm just so sick of these fucking, <laughs> them taking chances on guys that it's like, just get a guy that's literally won. Like, just get a winner, please. Like that's why I like the yeah. Justin Fields thing. It's like, dude, the guy's a winner and he's gonna win. Now get some more winners around him instead of fucking around. That's all. So all right. So Mike's official right. Bears wish list then. John Mechie at thirty nine, and then yeah, maybe Petit, the Ohio State guy, Petit Fair yeah. at forty eight. Dude, and I, I honestly like I fucking I w- sick draft for them. I wouldn't mind the kid from Penn State either. Um, John, but I think he would fit I, yeah. in perfectly with you guys. I just think that he's a uh, fucking. Did you lose audio? <laughs> yeah. Um. Fuck. Well. Speak. <laughs> Hello. All right, you're gonna be fucking echoing now. What That's all right. Fuck? Just turn it down a little. Okay. Uh, my official wish list then is two. I'll just say two. Hutch, thirty-two, Nicobe Dean, and then thirty-four, George Pickens. That is my official Detroit Lions first three picks wish list Thursday Friday. Um, we'll see. That's all I got. Anything else? No. Anything crazy? Anything wild? No. I think we uh Anything nuts. Anything what about nuts? you, Jack? No. I uh, no. no. No, I'm good, man. Me? We'll see. What do you got going on, Jack? Yeah. Nothing. Anything in your brain here? You hope the Lions just win the Stanley Cup or what? Um I don't know. I just thought it was funny when uh, Goff said that he wasn't worried if the Lions draft another quarterback. That's pretty much the yeah. only thing I saw. Um, which guy, is hilarious. That guy should be worried if there's a fucking 
is sixth grade quarterback coming into the room. Yeah, he should be worried if the Lions fucking can win a single game in the next decade. That's what he should be worried about. (laughs) He wouldn't even be worried if there was a fire. Yeah, he wouldn't. (laughs) He wouldn't be worried if there was a fire. Um, dope. All right, well, we'll see what happens. I am very excited and hopeful, clearly. I look like the asshole, like you guys said, in the front row uh, at the – at uh, what's it called? What do they usually – where do they used to do the draft every time in New York? I don't know. Somewhere I in New York? It was some hall. That sounds stupid now. Caught all that, Jack. Uh, shout out to Rogue Creative. Shout out to what are the new guys? Who are the new guys? Potentially, what's their name? Uh, they're called uh, they're called Canapros. Uh, they Canapros. Yeah, and they got some product, and uh, they they're mostly a distribution company. So, uh, we'll get some more details on that. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, potentially also, shout out to those guys. Also, uh, shout out to Carl's Golfland. Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> no, I was gonna say shout out to the Mavs. <laughs> that's that's my baseball team for opening days on Friday. Wow. I'm going to hit a dinger for the pile. Oh, huge shout out to the Mavs. Yeah. yeah. Go Mavs. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's Mikey. fucking go. Pray for Mikey's groin, too. He's trying to keep everything intact this year. Sweet. I'm nervous. No injuries. I'm nervous. No injuries. Okay. No so, drinks. Anything else, Jack? No drinks. No. That's good on my part. No Loved it. Beautiful. All right, guys. We love you. That's a wrap for episode 17, the official draft episode. Uh, maybe we'll do one of these little baked up on some can of pros. Who knows if these end up talking to these guys, um, next uh, week, we'll definitely go over the draft. Uh, <laughs> we'll probably both be crying, but we will see you guys then. Cool. Later. Hell yeah.